What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are into the new year, of course. I think for right now, we need to catch up on some housekeeping items. What's went on, you know, with the holidays, things did get pretty quiet. We still have not heard what materialized from the Carlos Correa and Mets standoff. But hopefully things get worked out for both sides and they'll figure it out. But when when that happens, we'll definitely have something to report. But there have been a few deals that have been signed in the past few days. So let's talk about those. So first off, the Marlins have agreed to sign Gene Segura. This happened just a few days ago. And Segura is a middle infielder coming coming from the Phillies. You know, he spent the last four years in the NL East. He's going to stay in the NL East. And he's going to go to the Miami Marlins. It's a two-year, $17 million contract. And with Segura, for much of his career, he's always provided consistently effective work, both with the bat and with the glove. He's hit between 10 to 14 home runs in all three full seasons while stealing between 9 and 13 bases each year. This is just looking back since he's been with Philadelphia. And you know, if you go back even further to someone who was with the Milwaukee Brewers and with the Mariners very briefly, but Segura is a middle infielder. With a, with a solid bat, honestly. He's a second baseman. That's what he, he's a second baseman. He has played short before, but I think at this point, he really is a second baseman. The interesting thing to note, though, is since he's going to the Miami Marlins, first of all, he's going to be 33 years old in March. So he's getting up there in age. But it's notable because are they going to move him to shortstop or keep him at second base? Jazz Chisholm is their young star. And... Jazz Chisholm is likely now to move over to shortstop. Chisholm did come up as a shortstop prospect, but he has mostly played second base in the major leagues. Neither Chisholm nor Segura logged a single inning outside of second base in 2022. And if you look at a fairly small sample size for Jazz Chisholm at shortstop 2020 to 2021, he rated as a below average defender by both defensive run save and stat cast. So, if you move Jazz Chisholm to shortstop, that could signal a reduction in playing time for Miguel Rojas. And Rojas has been the primary shortstop in Miami for five straight seasons. He's a quality defender, just doesn't hit a whole lot. But I guess the Marlins are looking for a boost on the offensive side of things, which kind of squeezes out Miguel Rojas here. So it's pretty good money for Gene Segura, $17 million over two years. And uh, there's actually a third-year option, but it's not, you know, it's not inside the guarantee. The guaranteed portion is $17 million, $6.5 million in 2023, $8.5 million in 2024. So that's what it's going to be. It's, you're probably doing the math right real quick right there. Say, wait, that's only 14, sorry, that's only $15 million. But what's happening is that there is a option in 2025 with a $2 million buyout. So even if the Marlins don't pay him the $10 million option, they will at least have to pay him the $2 million buyout. So 6.5 plus 8.5 plus two gives you a total of 17 million guaranteed. That's how we get that number. So that's what we're gonna see in Miami this coming season. Moving on, the Diamondbacks signed Evan Longoria to a one year deal. So Evan Longoria 
obviously longtime major leaguer, spent his most recent stint with the San Francisco Giants. He's 37 now, and he's going to be joining just the third organization of his career. Previously only ever suited up for the Rays and the Giants. We know what he did with the Rays. One of the best players in Rays franchise history. Broken with, with the Tampa Bay Rays in 2008. Had his best seasons from there through 2013. In that six-year stretch, he had 162 homers. Hitting 275. And a 135-rated runs created plus. That's the that's a telltale sign. He was 35%. Producing 35% better than league average. And great glove, too. A genuine, bona fide all-star with the Rays. And his offensive production declined from 2014 to 2016, but he was still above average. 112 weighted runs created plus, which is 12% better than league average. And then goes out to California with the San Francisco Giants. It's an interesting mix. In his first three seasons with the Giants, he hit for 93 weighted runs created plus, then he bounced back to becoming an above average hitter over the last two seasons. It just he was hampered by injuries. 2021. And 2022, he only played 170 games, but across that stretch, he had a 118 weight runs created plus. So he's older now. He's been getting hurt quite a bit. And he's going to be signing with the D-backs. He actually expressed a preference for either returning to the Rays or Giants or signing with the Diamondbacks since he has a home in Arizona. So in the end, he's going to join a team near his home in Arizona. It's a one-year deal. With Longo, you know, what are you getting? You're getting... A third baseman. That's the position he's played his entire career. And an above average bat, but he is in his late 30s. And his metrics like exit velo, hard hit rate have been trending downwards. That's just not shocking for a player his age. Something you have to take into consideration. It's just a one-year deal with a young up-and-coming team. You could possibly see platoon possibilities for him. Since Josh Rojas has been serving as their utility guy over the past few seasons you probably see you know, Longo as a platoon against left-handed pitchers, Rojas against right-handed pitchers, something like that. Longoria actually hits better against lefties in his career than against righties. A 132 weighted runs created plus against lefties versus a 113 versus righties in his career. So that, that could be a good pair there in Arizona. And the Red Sox have signed Corey Kluber to a one-year deal. So it's a... One-year deal for Corey Kluber, a former Cy Young winner. At one point, he was one of the best pitchers alive. But obviously, he's a lot older now. And that's just... It's, it's, an, it's a high upside signing. He's someone who's shown a lot of upside with the Yankees and the Rays in recent years. Oh, by the way, it's a one-year $10 million guarantee. $10 million guarantee for the former Cy Young winner. So, yeah. That is what you're going to get thing with Kluber. He doesn't throw very hard anymore in 2022. His average four seam fastball was 89 miles an hour. That's a significant drop from his heyday. And prior to the injuries when he was 93 to 95, but the, like I said, the Red Sox are just looking for upside here, upside, upside, upside. That is what you're going to get with him. If he can stay healthy, he'll eat up innings for you as he's proven. He can do still. He did with the Yankees. He did with the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, in 2022, with Rays, he threw 164 innings. That's something you definitely like to see. His most recent season. And he pitched to the tune of a 4.34 ERA. That's more than serviceable. More than serviceable, pretty decent. So that's what the Red Sox are hoping for. You know, I saw something. It's like, wow, the Red Sox rotation would be really good if this was 2016. They have James Paxton, 
Chris Sale, Corey Kluber, guys like that. It's kind of true. It's, it's very true. But that's what we're going to see in Boston. Hopefully they can get something out of it. So that's where we stand with things for today. Just catching up on some housekeeping items. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.